This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. What's up, AfterBuzzers? It's that time again. It's another episode of the Titan Games After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. That's right. We're talking Season 1, Episode 5, the fifth round of trials. So stick around. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz there it is we gotta set the mood as we say every single week let the Titan games begin there you go you see <laughs> why haven't we been saying that this whole time we should. guys it's that time again it's time for another episode of the ti- man I don't know why I can't remember the name of the show. It's the Titan Games After Show right here on Aftermath TV. My name is Ty Matthews. You can find me online at Ty Matthews PMA. Joining me, as always, some of my absolute favorite hosts on this entire network. You've seen her on the network before talking about Yellowstone. You've seen her right here on this very panel. You can find her online at Julana. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Julana Dizon. Hey, guys. I'm Julana. Yeah. <laughs> And two Juana's <laughs> left. You've seen her talking about uh, botched and and all all things related to that ilk. You can find her online at underscore Tyra Prude. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Tyra Prude. Hey guys, it's me, Tyra. <laughs> Man, let's get into it. We got some brand new obstacles to talk about. We're going to talk about those. We're going to talk about uh, Vortex. We're going to talk about Off the Rails. We got some brand new segments for y'all tonight, so stick around. Make sure you don't miss that. But let's start with Vortex. A whole lot of chain. See, I was I was intrigued when we saw the uh, the tease of this episode at the end of, of last week's episode, yeah. just how this game was going to go. What did you guys think of Vortex? Well, I, I'm firstly excited that there are new challenges coming in mm-hmm. because for, um, like, probably around, like, you know, the last couple episodes, I was kind of wondering if it wasn't just me the same ones for the whole season. Yeah. Right, you like, kind of get used to them. Yeah, I'm like, how many times can I talk about the same challenge <laughs> right. with different people? Like, Sure. So this is exciting. We've had pretty much all new ones, right? So yeah. I'm excited. There was one. There was, of course, we had Mount Olympus. There was one returning one. But mm-hmm. other than that, half the episode dedicated to brand new uh, events. Tyra, what did you think of Vortex? I loved Vortex. I thought it was really cool. It was very challenging. It takes a lot of strength. Like, I commend, uh, well, with every challenge, of course, I commend everyone. But it was a really cool one. Definitely. So let's let's start with our, our first visit to Vortex. Tyler Lucas, one half of our brotherly duo, who we will talk about a lot in this episode, taking on uh, Julian Stewart. Um, now, I, uh, tell me what you guys thought of this kind of brotherly dynamic between the Lucas brothers, between Tyler and Kyle. I think it was so cute. <laughs> it was. They were very emotional. You could tell that they really had a great brotherly bond, mm-hmm. which is nice to see on TV. I mean... I- I, I felt for them. Of course, of course. What'd you think? Yeah, I, I was the same. I thought it was adorable. The love for, for each other that they showed was just amazing. And I also thought it was just cool, like, how, like, the it was kind of flipped the script. Like, how Kyle was sharing that now Tyler, Kyle is the older brother, and now Tyler is his role model. So it was just really cool to see it just all come full circle. Like, Tyler was always, you could tell, like, as any younger sibling would always try to compete with their older brother. So to see on the show, it's just like, man, like, my younger brother is killing it, and 
and like Kyle was super emotional. It was just, it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Only three years separating the two. Both of them going into the Air Force. One of them stationed in Colorado Springs, the other in Germany. They mm-hmm. talk a lot about how he flew 6,000 miles, 15 hours to come uh, compete on the Titan Games. Now, I want to speculate. We don't really know uh, how much time there might have been between the travel and between the taping of this episode. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that, that, um, he might have been worried about jet lag or anything like that. I don't know. I mean, hopefully he came a little bit early right, and got right, to right. spend some time with mm-hmm. his family because it would be very difficult to get off a flight and like immediately <laughs> and go just in right there into the and then right. go right back. So I'm hoping that he got at least a week. Right. Like for the whole trip. Yeah, definitely. And the uh, Julian Stewart, the guy that he's going up against, six foot three, two hundred and seventy-eight pounds. Dude, he's a busy man. He's built like a brick. Yeah. You know what house? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like six, a million jobs, a million six, kids. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> six jobs, four kids. Um, he talks about his two hundred and fifty pound paint machine at home. I don't think we saw that. I don't know what a paint machine looks Me like. Either. <laughs> you know? I was wondering. I would have liked to see a clip of him. Lifting a paint machine. Yeah, we I'm saw like, him. Yeah, everybody knows what a ladder looks like. Okay, <laughs> right. We saw him climbing up the 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 backside of that ladder, which uh, which you know it it seemed like it might have helped him out a little bit in the vortex, but. I think Tyler Lucas got a little bit of a head start on kind of uh, sure. raising the the ladder at, at first. You know, he's got these kind of these faster strokes, and he's got mm-hmm. his arms almost perfectly in line with the chain. Uh, what did you guys think about his his strategy? Do you want to go first on this? One? Yeah, um, I think again, I think he was smart with his quickness. I thought his strategy was amazing. We talked about even when Shannon was here how strategy is important, and I think he came in ready and just prepared to just go full force. Yeah, and you kind of yeah you. I imagine you don't really know what's going to work, you right. know, in competitions like this because he had those kind of shorter, faster pulls. Julian, he, you know, he might have more upper body strength. He's going for more mm-hmm. kind of longer pulls, mm-hmm. trying to get more out of uh, a single stroke. But it looks like uh, it ended up working out for Tyler Lucas. Um, he he raises his his. I guess vortex ladder, whatever you want to call it, yeah. raises it up higher, uh, makes it up to the top, pulls that victory chain, qualifies to go on to Mount Olympus. Um, we were talking about it a little off mic be- before the show. I was at first, I was really, really pulling for that brother versus brother Mount Me Olympus too. challenge. What did you guys think? I was too. Um, I was actually sad that it didn't get to happen. I wanted to see them like compete and go head and head to really see because I feel like in a way they still didn't necessarily see who mm-hmm. is the best brother. Right. Like, right. Because they were competing yeah. with other people. Um, so yeah, it was unfortunate that that he didn't. Um, who was it? Um, Kyle didn't get to get to Mount Olympus, uh-huh. but I wish it could have happened. They should do like a special segment to when they just, just do it on their Yeah, own. exactly. <laughs> I know. I, I only wrote one note for Kyle's um, challenge and it was just sad that he didn't win. <laughs> it's so I mean, sad. And they kind of built it up. So when you know, it kind of sucks from that because when when Matt won, I feel like a lot of people probably had sim- similar feelings as us. Yeah. They're like, oh, but the brother, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So. Now let's talk about our our second vortex of the night: Kelsey Horton taking on Jackie Wood. Uh, Kelsey, a a nurse and a mother of two from Rapid City, South Dakota, while Jackie Wood is a kids' swim coach. Uh, get some of that dynamic resistance in there, mm-hmm. being in, being in the water. Um, uh, what did what did you guys think of this? Man, this one was so close, right? So, <laughs> so close. close, and 
you know, they both, the men and the women, they both kind of, one of them did like the short, fast ones, mm-hmm. and another one went for the longer strokes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think, in my opinion, the shorter ones worked better because also the faster you're going, it's kind of giving you momentum. Mm. Versus, like, if you're pulling it longer, but it's also going slower. Mm-hmm. So it's not really helping you as much. Um, but, yeah, I thought that the girls, the girls got tired a lot faster. Mm. So then you really saw them, like, dig deep and start using their legs. Yeah, definitely. And I think you're right. I think your point about about those kind of, like, the, the short strokes versus the longer strokes, that also comes into play in Off the Rails, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about mm-hmm. in, in just a few minutes. Uh, but I think you're I- absolutely right. But I think in this case, it kind of, because Jackie won, I think it kind of worked in her favor mm. because she did use, a like, I guess a longer stroke. But mm. because of that, I feel like she had more strength when it came to climbing up that tower. Because Kelsey, on the other hand, she kind of fell. She was kind of struggling. Mm. So maybe it just kind of depends on what your body can take. Sure. Um, but it was I, it was really cool. I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, this was definitely one of the closer competitions that we've seen thus far in the season. Um, at first, I, th- I thought that Jackie kind of, she was kind of sort of getting tangled in in the chain. I thought that Kelsey was going to run away with it. Uh, Jackie ends up making it to the top, gets to that victory chain, advances to Mount Olympus. Uh, we will get into the the rest of the obstacles in just a minute. But after Buzzer stick around, we got a special message for you, Tyra. Yeah, so hey guys, um, before we move on to our next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV Talk. For us to continue to grow, um, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter what, we are... No matter what or where you are, we love um, to hear from you. So please leave a comment um, so you can get involved in our conversations. Um, being a part of AfterBuzz TV means so much to all of us. And we truly appreciate your support and um, in doing what we love. And don't forget to tell your friends and keep watching and enjoying our shows. There we go. Now, we talked about uh, a lot about the, the brand new obstacles that we saw, I guess, competitions uh, this episode. But let's talk about the one returning event uprising which pitted brianna daniels versus gina policastro uh what did you guys think of this man well we were both wrong on this because right. before they started i asked him who he thought was gonna win and we both said gina were the so... the, the upper body strength the the arms and the right, shoulders she looks so jacked right yeah. <laughs> so i just yeah. think the same thing um honestly i was rooting for brianna sure like, and 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 it, on this show, it's the backstories that really get me. Like, I know about, like, you know, strength and endurance, all of that. But, like, her story was just so moving and touching to me that it was just, like, forget what um, Gina has. Like, mm-hmm. you push through for your mom and just, like, what you overcoming, you know, those difficulties that you face as a teen. So, um, from the beginning, I was all about Brianna. Sure. And it was cool to see her, like, you know, just win and do well in that um that challenge. Yeah, and and for the for as much upper body strength as Gina Policastro exhibited, you got to wonder how much lower body strength is needed for a, a, mm-hmm. an event like Uprising. Um, it makes me wonder, Brianna Daniels being the very first African-American female tire changer in NASCAR, you know, she's got to kind of squat down a lot to mm-hmm. put those tires on. I wonder if that gives mm-hmm. her a more powerful uh, lower, lower kind of base. Which I thought was interesting because... 
I don't necessarily think of a tire changer as a very athletic job. Right, you wouldn't think that. But when you that. saw the clips of her, I was like, oh, yeah, you have to be fast. You, you got to get those on. think fast. Yeah, and, exactly. You know, be mobile. But, um, yeah, and you know what? We've done this before where we've seen someone who is really well built like a Titan, and you're like, oh, my God, those muscles, they're definitely going to win. And then they just they don't have the right kind of power in the right muscles that they need and they end up not winning. Exactly. And I think I think that's a great point. It's not just about having muscles, it's having the right muscles mm-hmm. that makes a titan. Um, what did you guys think about Brianna just straight up hitting the ground to get that last barrier? That was amazing. It was like something we've never seen before. Right. Like Because we saw they both were kind of like struggling with this. So for her to just like give it her all and literally throw her body on the ground, it was imp- it was quite impressive. Yeah. I thought it was funny. I liked it. <laughs> it was like an extra, not but not funny in the way that like, do you remember that episode where the guy was like flailing around oh, on the floor? No. That was like embarrassing funny. This was like dang she really like yeah. went the extra mile and was like bam right. yeah. hit the floor you exactly know? <laughs> you gotta leave it all out there um now let's talk about we talked a little bit about off the rails let's talk more about about that brand new uh obstacle it reminds me a little bit of the gates of olympus at the at the beginning of mount olympus because mm-hmm. the same way that you have to push those gates and they kind of the weight compounds with each mm-hmm. gate it's kind of the same thing here you're pulling yourself on the sled collecting these beams mm-hmm. and then you have to use that grappling hook to get yourself back the other way what did you guys think of off the rails that is actually my favorite now. Yeah. I thought it was super cool. Like, it just, I don't know. I just, like, pictured them, like, in an ocean or something. Like, you I'm not going to lie. It reminded me a lot of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. I don't know if y'all watched that. I was thinking that, too. More so, like, at the end when they, like, you know, pick up the, the tea and they sure. go put it in. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I thought it was super cool. I really liked that challenge. Yeah, uh, we had the the other Lucas brother, Kyle Lucas, taking on Mount Walborn. I want to talk a little bit about. We talked about the the backstories in the show, and we've had we've had veterans, and we've had firefighters, and we've had grandmothers. And I felt a little bit mad, or I felt a little bit mm. upset uh, for Matt. Uh, I felt a little bit bad for Matt that. His dad was an Olympian, which is awesome, but his backstory kind of got boiled down to like, oh, he can do a me and Arnold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this guy, you know, it's his brother, and, and they're 6,000 miles apart, and they want to prove it to each other. And this guy, he sounds a little like the Terminator. <laughs> and looks like him. Yeah. Right. I, felt bad. I felt bad for Matt. Yeah, and then I guess it's kind of like a lot of pressure, too, because it's just like your dad is, like, legit. So right. Like, you better kill it. His dad, I feel like, yeah, they, they didn't cover that as much as they should have. His dad was an Olympian pole vaulter, kayaker. Um, he himself is a is is pretty enormous, 220 mm. pounds, but just jacked to the gills. Um, I would have liked to have heard more about Matt. I mean, you know, but maybe he just didn't have any, like, some people just don't have a lot of drama. Maybe he didn't have, like, a really compelling backstory. Like, sure. Maybe his life has just been, like, normal and fine. Right. For yeah. the most part. That's, so that's, that was, like, the most interesting thing that they could pull. You that's know? definitely a possibility, <laughs> for sure. Um, but, you know, we talked about the the strategies in in Vortex, and that kind of uh, came, came into play in Off the Rails as well. You know, Matt is using these kind of shorter... Um, these shorter strides and mm-hmm. you know they, they don't have the same amount of distance as a longer one but he's able to make sure that that grappling hook kind of catches yeah. what did you guys think of that? 
I thought it was really cool. Um, I thought it was really unfortunate that Kyle was struggling with the hooks going back. Mm -hmm. Like, he just couldn't get his aim, or I don't know what it was. But um, Matt definitely had a good strategy um, for this challenge. Yeah, this one was a little different because it, there was a little bit of a luck factor in there, mm -hmm. you know, versus, okay, you throw it, but then it might not catch. Right. So I don't really know... I mean, there's definitely a technique to throw it where it mm -hmm. does it, but I'm sure that none of them have ever practiced that before. <laughs> right, exactly. You know? Not a whole it's like lot of people. It's, like, not really, like, a f so much of a physical thing as, like, a definitely technique-based. Yeah, it's finesse. It's technique. I think uh, Golden Boy made an astute observation that, like, you can go for that long, that long stride, but if it doesn't hook, mm -hmm. you're wasting a lot of time kind of reeling it back in. Interesting. So so Matt ends up taking the win. Uh, so it's up to Tyler Lucas in Mount Olympus to avenge his brother's loss. Um, I, I, we talked about it a little bit. I, I liked the brother versus brother narrative, but I also ended up really liking the fact that Tyler had to sort of avenge his brother at Mount mm -hmm. Olympus, you know? Very kind of Greek yeah. mythology. Yeah. I still would have liked to see them compete, just so they know between themselves once and for right, all who right. is the most athletic. Mm -hmm. Like maybe it would have been cool if maybe they got to do it like at the same time, separately, not filmed. You know? Oh, interesting. That would have okay. been cool. Like maybe. behind the scenes. Yeah, during, like, just like yeah, yeah. Why not? Sure, go go ahead. And do sure, it. <laughs> sure, sure. So they. That's interesting. I've always wondered about that. Like. How would it affect your performance if you didn't have someone to compete against? You know, if you were mm -hmm. just doing it yourself, mm -hmm. well, would it be faster? Would it be slower? We're going to see that later in our special segment. Right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Absolutely. A little bit of a teaser there, y'all. Stick around. Um, Remember, in, in, if you're on YouTube, we've got a lot of content for you. We've got a lot of uh, special segments in this episode. But if you're on iTunes, remember, uh, download, comment, review, subscribe, rate, five stars if you're nasty. Of course, hit us up. Talk to us about the show. We want to get everyone involved in the conversation. Everyone talking about the Titan Games. Let's go to Mount Olympus. <laughs> Let's talk. First of all, Brianna Daniels taking on Jackie Wood. Uh, tell me what you thought about the, the, the women's half of Mount Olympus. Well, I think it was, uh, I wasn't really sure about this one. I thought they both seemed like pretty good competitors, but right. we really saw Brianna lose a lot of steam once we got to scaling the wall. Sure. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, sometimes we see people compete and they're pretty much neck and neck. And then sometimes there's an obstacle that really just wipes somebody out. And mm -hmm. you can be like, there's no hope of them catching up. Right. Unfortunately. Exactly. And I think normally that, obstac ten that obstacle tends to be the rolling ascent. Mm -hmm. People yeah. people kind of keep slipping back. They can't really mm -hmm. conquer those. But a lot of times we've seen the cliffs really do people in. Yeah. Either they're not strong enough to punch the holes or they punch the holes too big, which we'll see a yeah. little bit later. Well, and she almost fell. Right. She did. And we've definitely seen that a few times yeah. so far this season. Yeah. But I also noticed that she was kind of punching holes on the same level. Especially okay. when she got to the top, I noticed she punched a hole, like, on the left, it, like, right across from where she had already punched it. So, I mean, if you're trying to go up the wall as fast as you can, you're need, you need to be going up. Yeah, you want to kind of stagger yeah. them. That's a really good point. I never thought about that. So, I don't know. I feel like she was kind of pretty tired at that point. I see. Yeah. I see. Tyra, what, what jumped out at you about I this? Think, um, I think at the crank, 
Um, I think that's where she really kind of lost it. I feel like her technique wasn't good. I don't know. It looks like she was kind of going backwards. And yeah. I felt like that took too much out of her for where if she could like put all of her energy going forward, it would have been a better outcome for her. Um, like you said, going up the cliff was hard. But when she got to like the crank torch or whatever it's called, it was just like, okay, I, her, she can't figure out how to get through this smoothly. Right. And I think, yeah, that's a great observation. I think a lot of people think that by, by kind of pulling backwards they might have maybe more leverage. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But it seems like the more we've seen people throw their whole body yeah. into it, it seems like that's kind of more effective. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, now, we, you know, like I said, the the rolling ascent uh, has done a lot of people in. We saw both of them slip on that. They're getting so close. Uh, but eventually, it's Jackie Wood makes it down, just is... Killing that ball and chain. Yeah. I mean, the definition on the mm. arms and the shoulders, right? Yeah. Um, we've seen a lot of people do some really impressive stuff once it gets to the tail end of Mount Olympus with the ball and chain and, and the tomb and the relic and everything. Um, first thing, or one of the first things that jumped out to me, Jackie Wood, one of the only people that turned the relic the right way on the first try. Oh, you I, I noticed that. If you notice that, I feel like the vast majority of people, I don't know what it is, they put the relic in and they always have the instinct to turn it the wrong way. So they have to kind of cross their arms up, <laughs> turning it the, the right way. Jackie Wood has the right instinct. That's that's just a little observation, y'all. That's weird. Now I'm going to look for that. Look yeah. That. I might have to go um, rewind back when, the, when they're turning that relic, look at the way they kind of turned it at first. Most of the time, it's the wrong way that it's like, shit. <laughs> it's like when you get to the, one of those doors and you can't tell if it's a push yeah. or a pull. You just have that little moment of that anxiety. That would be awful if we had two that were like right there and, and one of them just went the wrong way. Yeah. That's a good <laughs> point. I'm waiting for that to happen. That would suck. Oh, man. Now let's talk the, the other half of Mount Olympus. Tyler Lucas taking on Matt Wellborn. What would you guys think? Well, Maddie boy here, this roller strategy, I really like that. that we haven't was seen anybody do it, it was before. So good. Mm. He was yeah. actually using them to his advantage by pushing them and then jumping on it and coasting over it. That was so, so fascinating. <laughs> yeah. But besides that, Tyler killed this. Right. He was like, go mode. <laughs> like, no, I don't recall him struggling at all. He. Like quickly accomplished every section or part of that of Mount Olympus. Yeah, like, and I think yeah, it's it's rare that we see people not really have any sort of issue with the the rolling yeah. ascent. But his strategy, he was kind of using his knees and his shins to kind of go from from roller to roller, and mm -hmm. it seemed to really work out for him. To me, watching it, it seemed like when you would play video games and you would like just hit everything just right <laughs> when you would go to the next one, the mm -hmm. next one, you did it like perfectly. That's what he looked like going over those rollers. I like that. I like that analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been a long time since I played video games, but yeah. when I did, I was good at them. No, you're <laughs> absolutely right. Uh, of course, Golden Boy, one of our commentators, a, a known Overwatch League commentator. I'm repping the Overwatch League right here. Get those video games in. Get that coordination in. But sometimes when you hit that stride, when you hit everything just right, mm -hmm. it, it compounds the pressure. You mm -hmm. know, like, it makes you think, like, shoot, what's going to go wrong? Right. Yeah, no, he was killing it. Even when he got to, like, the ball and chain, he was speeding through. I was just like, oh, he came to win. Like, he's definitely going to be a top competitor for when they all come together. Yes, when we get to the Battle of the Titans, absolutely. Mm. Even just when he runs at the wall at the very beginning, he's barking the entire <laughs> yeah. way. 
<laughs> he was barking at you. Yeah. I was into that. I was into that for sure. Sometimes that's what you got to do. Yeah. Um, but Matt Wellborn, it's, you know, that's that's definitely worth commending, that that unique strategy on the mm-hmm. rolling ascent. Because mm-hmm. he's built, like, you know, we've talked a lot about Frank the Tank and about Anthony Furman, how they're kind of top heavy, <laughs> yeah. and that how that doesn't really help them on those rollers. But using that momentum and almost riding it over. That was, it was amazing. <laughs> Like that was so good to watch. Um, but then when it when he gets past the rollers, when he gets to the cliffs, he's almost too strong for his own good. Mm-hmm. He's making the holes too big, mm-hmm. and that that kind of makes his ascent up that wall even harder. What do you guys think? I, I feel the same, but like I don't know. I just thought of something like random, like with him being super strong. Like I wonder how strong the the wall is because what if it's like com- it comes to the point where someone's climbing and then it's like breaking as it's coming down. <laughs> sure. I don't know. Like could that happen? I think it's pretty strong. I mean, we've seen some of the holes rip cuz right, they were right, too right. big. Yeah. But we I remember we were discussing maybe it was the very first episode but we were like, "But how strong is that wall?" cuz yeah. they're just punching through it like but Right. Then- <laughs> well, my my theory and this is based on absolutely nothing but pure conjecture, my theory is that, you know, there's the wall obviously and they're punching the holes through. I feel like there's got to be like sort of platforms behind the mm, wall. Okay. I I don't know that they're putting the entirety of their body weight on whatever the wall's made of. Um but I have no clue. That's once again not based on anything. Mm. Uh, but that very well could be the case. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it ends up not working out for our would-be Terminator. Tyler Lucas uh, takes it, locks in that relic, uh, qualifies to go on to the Battle of the Titans, uh, avenges his brother's loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was another thing that I didn't that I didn't put together at first until they were at Mount Olympus is that he would be taking on directly the guy that eliminated his brother. So that's yeah. yeah. It was, it was, so it was kind of a revenge kind exactly. of thing. Like, how dare you? We were supposed to do this together. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I feel like if if this show really uh, picks up steam, we gotta have like an all star uh, season, kind of like in the vein of American Endures. Maybe we mm-hmm. can see it then. Who knows? Uh, but that means we've got two brand new Titans uh, making it to the season finale. We've got Jackie Wood and Tyler Lucas. Uh, we've only got two weeks left of normal competition. This season is just flying by. Flying. Just absolutely incredible. Uh, but we we told you guys we've got a little bit of extra content here to, to kind of delve into. So I want to start out with a special segment that I like to call Beyond the Games. Uh, we're going to have some some snazzy theme music. I didn't, didn't really think about that part. Um, but... Um, in in the booth, we uh, we're we're not getting to the Ellen clip just yet. We're going to save that for the next segment. But I want to talk to y'all about the about the the myth of Mount Olympus and kind of uh, the namesake of this show's signature obstacle. Uh, now, the real or the I guess the the mythological Mount Olympus was a uh, in Greek mythology. It was where the twelve Olympian gods sort of convened and discussed the mate or the, the mate the fate 
of the mortals that they kind of that they oversaw. Uh, I'm not going to go into all of the Olympian gods. There's there's some kind of back and forth as to who's included, who's not. But it included gods like Poseidon, uh, gods like Hermes, Ares, the god of war, and Athena, the goddess of war. Uh, and they would just get together and they would just kind of chill. They would just kind of kick it. Oh yeah, wow. they would. Yeah, they yeah. just chill. Yeah, they would just kick it. They would drink nectar. <laughs> they would eat ambrosia, and they would just talk about these mortals that are just like man. What the hell are they doing down there? I'm sure that is probably like what The Rock does. And he, you know, <laughs> right. so there was that one episode where he was just like, ah, these <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what are these regular humans doing? I feel there? like that's that's going to be the 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 set of Hobbs and Shaw, that kind of <laughs> Fast and Furious uh, spinoff. It'll be The Rock. It'll be Jason Statham. Roman Reigns is on set, and they're all just kind of just kicking it. You know, talking about <laughs> Drinking mortals. Nectar. Drinking nectar, eating ambrosia, all that stuff. Uh, but the re- real Mount Olympus, the actual Mount Olympus, is the highest mountain in Greece at 9,573 feet tall. Uh, it was declared a national park in 1938, and thousands of people visit it every year. Uh, our YouTube viewers, you can see that wow. is the real-life Mount Olympus right there. Do you know if you can hike to the summit? You can. You can. Wow. It is. It's. It's a, a regular kind of like hike for the most part up until the last bit of the hike, and then it is a YSD class three scramble, as they as they they say in sort of the. What does that mean? So that <laughs> means so the 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 YSD is the Yosemite. Um, uh, it's the Yosemite. It's some sort of system okay. uh, that that was come up with by these these kind of mountain climbers and these and these sort of. Um, uh, mountaineers in back in the the twenties and thirties, and a scramble is it's not so much rock climbing, but it's kind of a, a hybrid of the two. Okay. You're walking, but you're also kind of like using your hands to sort of uh, manage your way up there. Uh, but yes, you can actually. Mount Olympus is a real place that you can hike to the summit of. That's cool. Exactly wow, right. That's really cool. I'm not gonna lie. I may that be should outing. be their chat. That should be their title. Exactly. Exactly. Right. exactly. Every man for himself. I might be outing myself as a complete moron right now, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I did not know Mount Olympus was a real place. I didn't either. Right? This, no, this okay, is all like knowledge for me. So this is cool. There you go. <laughs> You're not alone. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. Just making sure. Uh, so that. That's just a little bit of what takes you beyond the games, the, you know, Mount Olympus's namesake. Uh, but we're also going to get into a little bit of news and gossip about the show After with Miss Tara Prude. Yeah. Um, or I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's like, oh, wait. Okay. Miss <laughs> Jelana Dizan. I was ready, but <laughs> what were you going to say? I'm throwing curveballs. I'm literally in my mind like, okay. Throwing curveballs at you. <laughs> Be ready. Okay, so... Jelana, take it on. I, um... After last week's episode, I found... I saw this on Ellen Tube, and I just thought it was so hilarious. And I'm not super familiar with all of Ellen's different programming, but apparently she, this is one of her producers, and she does all these funny segments with him, and his name is Average Andy. So he's just a very average, <laughs> normal person, and she puts him through these things that end up being really funny. So, of course, she sent him to conquer Mount Olympus. <laughs> and so here we can see this is what it would be like for an average human being. Exactly. Let's, let's go <laughs> ahead and this. watch Average Andy take on Mount Olympus. <laughs> just running straight into that wall. Yeah. <laughs> and in slow-mo. 
The way that it doesn't oh, even budge. Yeah, he's like, okay, can't do this one. Well, proof <laughs> that this is not easy. He's like, oh, I'm skipping these two. Ah. He's at least getting that one. I'll give him that much. It's funny because he'll do some of them. And he'll he'll do them a little bit and then he'll be like, "That's enough." For the next one. <laughs> and just yeah, swearing the entire way. <laughs> I was a little bit surprised on these that he that he did as well, but I'm wondering if they made him stationary for a reason. Right, they probably are stationary. Huh? Yeah, I think yeah, they're well, not Well, this moving. proves that it takes special skill. <laughs> like collapsing. <laughs> the commentary is really funny too, though. It's so good. <laughs> Even just yeah, the picture that they use for him. Oh, he is <laughs> Poor <done>. guy. <laughs> didn't he even go up the cliff? No, it didn't do the cliff. Didn't do the ah. torch crank. <laughs> oh, gee. Remarkably average performance. Just slamming into those walls. And then no, no ball and chain no for average Andy. No. So watch, watch the way he turns the the relic. Okay. Uh, okay, kind of going the wrong way. <laughs> Congratulations, you have conquered. He can't even like realize the fact that the rock is talking to him. He's like, oh my god, I'm about to die. Uh, that is amazing. I am so, so happy you pulled that. Wow. So big ups to average Andy. A remarkably average performance. I love that. That was crazy. But it's funny because I was thinking that, like, hmm, like, I wonder if they would, like, make, I don't know, like, Universal if someone would make, like, a, um, a, what am I trying to say, ride or something for people to actually do it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and and my mom, like, ooh, I want to try it. But now watching this, I'm like, okay, so it does take training and all of that. It's not as simple as they make it look on TV. That was really cool. I love it. This sets it off the very first one at the wall. He's like, bam. <laughs> and it doesn't even budge. Like, at least it moves a little bit when people on the show hit it. Not it. No, Andy. it was just like, like, it looked like he was like, I don't know. And then it's just funny watching him literally completely skip. Just, I'm not gonna do it. Let's go to the next part. That was amazing. Even, even the slide part looks like it's hurting him. Yeah. Which, like, normally I never even think about that, but part of me thought when I was watching this run, like, that part probably isn't that comfortable either. Yeah. He's just, like, falling everywhere. And he's, you can just tell he's so exhausted that he can't even, like, try to land in a comfortable way. He's just like, right. bam, <laughs> over the wall, that bam. Some, that was that was amazing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, we don't usually get into, into predictions on this show a little bit, but we got a little bit of time, so let's get into some predictions. Yeah, well, we were talking about... Wait. Oh. <laughs> I forgot. You gotta let the theremin play yeah. out. <laughs> Still going. There Ed Wood go. style theremin. Oh, it takes a while. <laughs> now, I wanna talk to you guys about 
what we think the Battle of the Titans might look like. We're, you know, we've only got two weeks left of, of normal competition, mm-hmm. and then we go on to the Battle of the of the Titans, but we don't really know, at least, I don't know, I haven't seen or read anything about what it's going to be like. What do you guys think the Battle of the Titans might look like? I have no idea. I mean, I really didn't even think about it until we were discussing it before mm-hmm. this show, right. but we're like, okay, there's how many of them? 16 mm-hmm. total? Mm-hmm. So eight girls and eight guys. And so if they do it the same way they've kind of been doing these shows, I could see them doing that. But I kind of want to see a competition where they're like, all the girls are doing it at the same time. So you see all of them Ooh, on an equal yeah. playing field. Yeah, definitely. Like, it would be cool if they all had the same challenges and like all eight of them were going at the same time. Right, right, right. That would be epic. Yeah, absolutely. Tyra, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'm honestly, I couldn't think of a prediction, but that is an amazing <laughs> prediction. I agree. But I'm, I guess I'm wondering like, I'm excited to see what kind of challenges they do come up with mm-hmm. and how technical they're going to be because I feel like you, it's already hard to top the ones that they already have. So I just wonder how they're going to, I don't know, is it going to be based off of strength or like speed or I'm just curious to see the different kind of obstacles that they create. Yeah, definitely. What I'm, what I'm thinking, and this could just be my love of Wipeout kind of bleeding into, into my, my view of this show. Uh, I don't know if y'all watched Wipeout. I remember it. It's one of my, one of my absolute (laughs) favorite shows. Um, but I feel like what we might see is maybe one big group competition that just cuts the group in half right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Like, we get one that just cuts it down to four. Then maybe it's like two and two. Mm -hmm. And then we see the, the final two take on each other. Who knows? I'm not entirely sure. Or, I just had another idea. Uh Uh-huh. What if they did it in a way where everyone is doing the same? So, like, say everyone does, like, a Mount Olympus, mm. but one at a time, and they time it, and then the winner is the mm. fastest time. Oh, interesting. Okay. Or what if it's something that just tops Mount Olympus? Like, what is just a... Com- just a mega... Yeah. An aggro Mount Olympus yeah. in Global Guts terms. I just... I don't know. Because, these, like I said, these challenges are already very intense. Yeah. So I'm just really curious to see how they're going to top it. Man, we should have asked Shannon. She, she wouldn't here. have told. Probably. I know she wouldn't have told us, but <laughs> Give us, I really want to know now. I'm we're, like, what we're, are they going to do? Exactly, we should have asked her. We're going to guess and just kind of nod your head slightly if you're we're right. on the right track. Yeah, because uh, yeah, you're right. You know, American Ninja Warrior. They've got Mount Midoriyama, where it's like mm-hmm. just this enormous thing that there have been entire seasons where not a single person has conquered it. Yeah. So I wonder, yeah, what the Titans game, Titan game equivalent would look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. We're almost there. We got a lot to look forward to, for sure. Um, But, guys, thank you so, so much for joining us uh, this week. Like I said, this season has been absolutely flying by. So make sure, if you're on on Twitter, uh, on Instagram, hit us up. Be part of the conversation. Let's all talk about the Titan Games. Uh, But until then, guys, where can they find you? Hey, guys, you can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Tyra What's up, guys? You can find me on my Instagram at Julana. And as always, you can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA, as well as on Wednesday nights for the Magicians After Show. That's 9 p.m. Pacific on Wednesday nights. We're talking about season four of the Magicians. Uh, you can catch me on Saturdays, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Check those local listings. Uh, but remember, if you're on YouTube, leave us a comment, leave us a thumbs up, tell us what you think. If you're on iTunes, download, comment, review, subscribe, rate, five stars if you're nasty. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you thought about the new competitions. What 
what you guys think uh, you would be best suited for and what you think the Battle of the Titans is going to look like because it's coming up soon. So uh, next week, we'll be right back here, same time, same channel, Thursday night, 9 p.m. Pacific, talking about episode six of the Titan Games. But until then, peace. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.